Catholics to the Oget Clubhouse, the show where we talk about what's going on in today's baseball. I'm going to tell you about what we liked last week. We're going to give some awards. We're going to read some news stories, and then we're going to tell you what to watch for this week. Um, first off, guys, I'm Sammy Franchise. I'm here with Warner and Charlie, my co-hosts. How are you guys doing today? Good, good. I wasn't mm-hmm. sure if Sam was going to introduce us because he was just on a roll. So I was like, oh, no. You're never <laughs> going to get me to call you that, though, Sam. You're sorry. What? You're never gonna get me to call you that name. <laughs> call call me what name? The name that you said at the top of the episode. Sammy Franchise, baby. All right. Well, you know, be that way. But uh, <laughs> it's it's a it's a movement. It's a revolution. It's it's, it's too going grandiose. On. It's a revolution of one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, even Warner's not on should... the, He's not on that train. I'm 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 an undecided. Um, okay. I'm like I'm what I'm what they like to call a swing voter, you know. Uh, I just kind of wait till the very last minute. So you know, we'll see, we'll see. Well, Warren, I'm gonna send some Sammy franchise swag your way and see if they can Ooh. maybe tip the scales. See, Charlie, now you got to send me anti Sammy franchise swag, and maybe I'll consider your end. We'll see. Who can butter me up the most? That's what <laughs> that's what I want to know. Maybe I'll consider your end. Is you know, I could go a lot of ways with that one, but. Uh... <laughs> let's get into it first off some big news before we break down the teams we like some big news obviously obviously the really big news is what everyone's talking about down in florida the tampa bay rays had a great series against the atlanta no i'm just kidding obviously what's going on <laughs> in florida is the miami marlins have just fucked everything up and now they have 17 players test positive for COVID. the cardinals have had a number of players now. No one knows what to do with the schedule. There's postponements all over the place. Um, they're talking about trying to make these games up in seven-inning doubleheaders. And apparently Rob Manfred, I, I don't know. Rob Manfred seems to, every time he talks, say two different things at once. From what I'm hearing him, the season is at risk. Now I'm hearing he's not a quitter, which I'm not sure what, what that really has to do with the situation. <laughs> I'm not a quitter. We're going to play. Well, I, you're not necessarily the one playing the games, Rob. So I'm not, not 100% sure. But what do you guys take on all these teams? I mean. Uh, my take is Rob Manfred is a fucking ghoul of a man and should be fired, um, you know, yesterday maybe. Uh, um, I don't know. I just, I, I just feel like every day there's something new that comes out that I it's like I could have, I should have seen it coming. I probably could have seen it coming, but at the same time, I'm still a little surprised. I just don't know what is next in 2020 in general, but also in the baseball world of 2020. Um, I'm really know. not surprised I just feel, at all, honestly. Yeah, I, I mean, all it was going to take was for one team to start this, and I know the Marlins are the big story right now, but there are a lot of teams that are not following these protocols that were set uh, pretty much yeah, every and, team and, to some extent is not following yeah. the protocols the way they were 
I mean, to every be. team has had every team but one has had somebody in their organization test positive. I mean, it is just so hard to. Well, avoid and I think that. Trevor May. I, mean, I saw him say on Twitter yesterday. I think uh, reliever for the Twins. He had tweeted out that uh, even if everybody was following everything perfectly, there would probably still be cases because it's a pandemic. It like this thing is. Yeah. These teams have to travel, and just by the nature of having to travel around, and even if they don't go out to strip clubs like Miami is re- reported or accused of going out and doing, so Miami players apparently did that. But even if nobody went and did that, there's still a chance that the hotel room they stay in wasn't sanitized properly and somebody catches it that way or something happens at the airport. You know, there's still ways where these guys can catch it. And that's why it's even more important that guys don't go do that. Well, and I think virals, you know, I think Rob Manfred is an absolute rube. Every time I see him, I just, um, I just, it it blows my mind that someone could actually make Roger Goodell, not the worst commissioner in all of sports. (laughs) Right. Um, That's a great point. And, but I do think like it's clear to anyone who watches any single one of these baseball games, the players are not doing what they're supposed to be doing. They're spitting all. I thought spitting was against the rules. I thought seeds and tobacco were against the rules. That's happening all over the place. They're high fiving. They're hugging. They're not wearing their mask in the dugout. Which like I get it. I get like wearing a mask sucks. But and it's yeah, it, it's hard too because you see there are some guys wearing masks, but I imagine those guys are probably still spitting here and there. But it's <laughs> just hard masks. because well, you know they pull it down. You know what I mean. But it's just hard because every single person has to follow every single rule to have a better shot of not getting or transmitting anything. And even then, like Charlie said, it is still possible. So there's just so much that needs to happen. And, yeah, I mean, there's so many people that are not. Look, baseball spent this entire time when they should have been figuring out proper safety protocols in a dumbass labor dispute, and then they just slapped the safety protocols on in, like, the last week. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. I felt, is, it feels like their focus was not on the correct things. Right. If they could have gotten um, that straightened out way earlier, then they could have spent more time on the safety protocols. Yeah, just, and I get all of that, and I think that they should be in a bubble, and it was stupid by ownership and players like to not do it. But like, also at the end of the day, we're asking players to do so much of like the. And I get that, like, this would not stop the virus entirely. Maybe it wouldn't have made a difference at all. But, like, it's to me, it's, like, actually somewhat disheartening to see, like, I love these baseball players. It's disheartening to turn out and see them, like, not doing things that I think just common sense to be doing. And, like, there's people all over the country not doing these things. But my point is, like, if you – Charlie Warner, I know you guys – if you guys went to – you know, were, were walking through a park and, and, and being socially distanced, wearing a mask and everything, and you saw people – high-fiving and spitting and, and, and doing all the shit that we see the baseball players do. You'd be like, those guys are idiots and they deserve to be punished. Well, yeah. yeah, I don't know if we I need to hold the players to the same. they deserve to be punished, but I would be livid and say they're punishing other people inadvertently. <laughs> they're yeah. just spreading that shit around. I, I think baseball just hasn't taken this seriously enough. I think the Well, I hope yeah. what's happening now does make guys take it more seriously, and it sucks that it's, it has to happen this way. But hopefully yeah. to save a season and, like, save these guys' jobs and save the jobs of people who are adjacent to this. You know, the people who are... And lives. And lives, of course. I mean, I don't, I don't know if I really care that much about lives. 
no, just, just no, obviously yes. All hail the the yeah. stock market. <laughs> no, but a lot of these. Sam I mean, is what you might call a stock market simp. <laughs> Um. <laughs> Stock market simp. Yeah. No, but I mean, let's be honest. Like a lot of these guys are young, healthy guys. They probably feel invincible. They probably don't yeah. feel like they're gonna. I think have that's any... an issue. A lot of people don't think about with the players. Like they're getting kind of mixed messaging. Like at one end, people are saying, "Well, you're not really at risk of this virus I damaging mean, you." Yeah, our whole but, but our also whole country is getting do this all this messaging. extra stuff. You know. Uh, anyway, Sam, do you have any positive news? <laughs> well, positive. Well, it depends. Uh, Testing depends positive. how you look at. It, <laughs> it depends oh, how you no. feel about positivity, which which side you're looking at. But service time manipulation is in the news, guys. Oh, because that's uh, definitely positive. I'm happy we're positive this for up. for owners oh, yeah. and, and and maybe even fans. But uh, some fans hate it. I, I'm not a big fan of service time manipulation, but. We're about a week. We're well now. We're past the week into the season, which means if you get called up now, it is not going to use a full year of service time. So we're starting to see young guys get called up. Nate Pearson, Dalton Varsha for the Diamondbacks, Nick Madrigal for the Your White boy. Sox, and then it feels like it's only a matter of time before we're going to start to see Joe Adele for the Angels, Clark Schmidt for the Yankees, and Joey Bart for the Giants. Gavin Lux. I mean the assumed nl rookie of the year gavin lux who was optioned and hasn't i mean he's i'm imagining he'll get called up at some point i believe gavin Um, lux has to stay down for like half the year because he has he already has some service time from last year and i remember reading some articles near the end of spring training that he had some like defensive issue like his he had the yips yeah yeah, he had the yips or something and then the dodgers were like oh perfect Perfect excuse. Yeah, perfect timing. Send him down. To just, yeah. Let's game that so, service yeah. time. We'll see what happens there. Well, but, speaking yeah. of the Dodgers, though, they were one of the big stories of the week because they played the Astros in a rematch of the 2017 World Series. And if you have been, you know, not living under a rock, you might have heard that the Astros cheated to win that World Series. And so Joe Kelly... No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They cheated. Believe it or not, they uh, there's something with trash cans or something. I'm, oh, I'm not. Shit. Yeah, yeah. I heard it. I heard it the other day, just the other day. And uh, so Joe Kelly, pitcher for the Dodgers, who actually played for the Red Sox back when the Astros beat them in the same cheating scandal. Uh, Joe Kelly throws behind the head of Astros star Alex Bregman. Uh, and then he nearly hits Astros shortstop Carlos Correa. Then he struck him out. Gave an iconic pouty face look after Correa started yelling at him. And then he said to Correa, nice swing, bitch, which is all-time great. Put that on a T-shirt. I think it's already on T-shirts, Sam. I've yeah. seen them all over <laughs> Facebook. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were a boomer over on Facebook. Uh, yeah, I am a, I'm a boomer. Uh, but then Dusty Baker, he, he got back at Kelly by calling him a little fucker. Dusty, whoa. Good thing that crowd noise was in there, so we we wouldn't be able to. <laughs> right, I would have loved stuff. to hear that. I gotta be honest. I you could you could you could hear it. I mean, yeah, you, you can pick it up a little bit. He goes, he goes, get back on the mound, little fucker. <laughs> uh, oh, that's great. But the obviously they did that thing where everyone comes out and no one actually throws any punches or anything. You wanna know who I think won that fight? COVID. <laughs> yeah, I think COVID nineteen yep. won that fight, baby. Oof, there's gonna be some oh, casualties yeah. from that one. <laughs> Heavy oh, hitter. Yeah, that that's the biggest thing during all of this that I mean, come like fucking all these guys, hey, social distancing. Nah, never mind. <laughs> We're gonna all pile up. I didn't up. see many oh, masks man. in that scruff either. 
Yeah. No, am... but I did see a lot of yelling at each other. <laughs> that doesn't spread around spit it's, particles. It's it's more dangerous to get yelled at than to get punched in today's climate, you know? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Punch is only going to hurt for, you know, Do you think that's why we so. didn't see any punches thrown is because they already knew that... They were just like, giving each other COVID? It was already dangerous team, enough. They have a guy that they know is asymptomatic, and they send him to the front <laughs> oh, of the scuffle. Well, like, come on, cough on I mean, based on, on what we team. saw with the Marlins and Phillies, yeah, I'm pretty sure there are guys going out there knowing they have guys who are asymptomatic. Yeah, so yeah. they send them to the front of the, the tussle. And uh, Anyway, the aftermath is that Joe Kelly is suspended eight games, which is eight games more than any Astro was suspended for the cheating scandal. It's um, also, like... What what does that amount to? Twenty two games around. Yeah, twenty two games in a hundred sixty two yeah. game season. Yeah, which is. Uh, but he is appealing that suspension, so we'll see what happens with that. Um, Dodgers manager Dave Roberts got suspended for one game, which he's already served, and Dusty Baker was fined probably one to two boxes of toothpicks. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. But so that's the big news in the MLB this week. And now um, I think I, I have one thing of news I just want to toss out there because we love this guy. We love talking about him. But uh, Mike Trout and his wife, Jessica, uh, had their baby uh, just a couple days ago before recording. Uh, Beckham Trout. Beckham. Uh, no, God, yeah, Mike Trout's so. Think about it. No, it's Beckham Aaron Trout, though. What are those initials spell? Bat. Oh, oh baby. Bat. It spells bat. Yeah. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. Tw- that's twenty. Let's see. What twenty? Twenty thirty eight. Twenty thirty nine. Let's just say twenty forty. MVP. Beckham, a rookie of the year MVP. Beckham. Aaron Trout. Uh, he already has a baseball reference page as well. Apparently. Does he? Uh, oh my god, that's amazing. <laughs> hey guys, you know what you call Mike Trout's baby? What? A guppy. Ooh. It says on his uh, on his Wikipedia, or on his baseball reference page, uh, position newborn bats TBD <laughs> throws TBD. Uh, he is one foot eight inches, seven pounds ten ounces. Team Trout draft drafted by Mike and Jessica Trout in the first round, first of the 2020 first year baby draft. I don't know if I Agents. like that. I don't know if I like that comparison <laughs> to giving birth to a draft. <laughs> Maybe it's apt though, because when you get drafted, you don't get to choose what team you're yeah, going you to, to and when you're born, you're you don't really get to choose your parents. So maybe it's a better comparison than I thought. Yeah. Nicknames: Kid Junior or Baby Trout. But, How is uh, Guppy not on there? I and also you guys didn't even laugh at that joke. That was so funny. I figured yeah. you were gonna edit edit in like the little uh, drum, little drum. <laughs> All right, now um, I'm gonna go back and do that. But uh... anyways, yeah, uh, Mike Trout. Congratulations to the I will to just the say about family. That, just to say about that real quick, there's not really a history of like great players then having kids who are great players. I feel like usually the kids are better than the parents. So yeah. oh my well, god, that would be well, insane. Not necessarily Holy like shit. like obviously Ken Griffey Jr. better like Ken Griffey Sr. good player. Ken Griffey Jr. amazing player. Bobby Bonds, good player, Barry Bonds, yeah. amazing player. I would guess like Sandy Elmar, good player. Roberto Elmar, great player. There, I mean, yeah, there's a ton of, I mean, I'm sure really good baseball players that had kids that just never decided to pursue baseball. Or but did I would decide and never made it. Yeah, but I, that's what I was going to say. I would be curious how many really good baseball players then had kids that pursued baseball but couldn't make it. I don't know. Um, Maybe the kid won't want to play baseball. 
Yeah, exactly. Maybe not. Who Maybe knows? he'll want to do abstract photography. Anyways, that's all. Just want to throw that news in there. But uh, all right, thanks what, for what's, sharing. What's next? The teams of the week. I think we're we're gonna talk about our teams of the week. Just the team that we enjoyed this week. Not necessarily the best teams of the week, but just we liked watching them and, and seeing what they did this week. And I'll kick it off with a uh, team I really liked this week. Who actually that I think they got boned pretty hard today. They got whooped, so it kind of ruins this a little bit. But the Padres, who had a great week. I mean, at, as of before this recording, they were six and two. But I think they just lost to the Rockies, put them at six and three. Um, but they, I mean, they started the season. They won three of four against the D-backs. And then they took a rubber match in the series against San Francisco with a six-run top of the ninth that was started by Tom, a Tommy Pham RBI single. Very next night, one of the best players in baseball. I love watching this guy. Fernando Tatis Jr. led a comeback in the ninth. Then Pham would break the tie again with a two-out three-run ding-dong uh, to win the opening game of a series against the Rockies. Look, Tatis is on fire. Over the last week, he's got eight. He's got nine RBIs on nine hits, five walks, two home runs. He's got an average exit velo of 97.2, which is in the top 2% of baseball. Um, Machado is doing his thing. Trent Grisham is doing his thing. Obviously, we talked about Tommy Pham, who's hitting dongs, winning games. I think the Padres are a lot of fun. And beating the Giants, beating the Diamondbacks, guys, I like them to make the playoffs. Wow. I definitely think they will um, with our expanded playoffs. But, yeah, yeah they're a fun that's team. A hot that's for and sure. After the- and I've said love- it. Oh, yeah. I've said it so many times. Love the jerseys. They're my favorite Oh, no, I was going to say, I know you jerseys. love Chris Paddock, the gunslinger they got. I know you love him. Yeah, I love Chris Paddock uh, mainly because he's a real tall guy that does the stirrups. Uh, looks awesome on the mound. I think that's a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, Chris Paddock is a lot of fun to watch, too. Warner, who'd you like this week? Well, this week um, we saw a series that was a, let's see, it was two games in Tampa and then two games in Atlanta. So the Rays and the Braves, um, kind of a back and forth series. So starting on Monday, uh, the Rays beat the Braves 15 to four on the back. Hunter Renfro had a two home run game. Uh, I mean, they had a, the, the Rays had an eight run fourth inning. Just crazy. Uh, Tyler Glass now in, what was it, three, four innings, struck out nine. Um, that was a great start to the series. Uh, the next day, uh, the Rays had a five-run third inning, which was enough to win that game 5-2, to two, so that was big for them. But then the series went back to Atlanta, at which point uh, the Braves turned it on and won those games. It was a 7-4 to four game that Freddie Freeman had a four-hit game. He'd been kind of quiet starting the year. Um, I know a big, Well, yeah, big I thought he was going to die of COVID. Yeah, re- yeah a big recovering. story <laughs> was him getting over COVID and still recovering. So I think it was honestly pretty cool to see that he went out and had a really great game. I think that was, uh, I don't know, it just it made me feel good. I was like, you know what? Happy to see he's doing well. Uh, I like that. That must have been what made Nick Marcakis opt back in. He was like, well, because he, Nick Marcakis, originally opted out because of how terrible Freddie Freeman said COVID was. Uh, he must have been like, well, it can't be that bad. Freddie Freeman's mashing taters. I, I, I want to play. He's like, maybe it makes you better. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Um, he was like, COVID makes you better? <laughs> I don't, I don't know about that. that. I'm not. No, Nick I don't know about thinks that. COVID makes you better, and it honestly might. Yoan Mankata got, got COVID, and he is on fucking fire to start the season. So, uh, But then the series wrapped up with uh, a bit of a, 
uh, one to two pitchers duel uh, that the Braves came out on top of. Um, just honestly, all together, it was just a fun series. Uh, Dansby Swanson has yeah, kind of Dansby exploded wow. to start the year. That's been a lot of fun. Uh, I think during this series, I'm pretty sure was when um, was when G Man Choi decided that he was going to bat right. right-handed, right. and he yep. struck out the first time, but then. Hit a home run the second time. Yep. Yes. G Man Choi is a switch hitter now. Sure. Okay. Twenty twenty. Yeah. G Man Choi, uh, the rare case of a guy deciding when he's what thirty years old that he wants to be a switch hitter now in Major League <laughs> yeah. Baseball. So crazy. And from what I understand um, about it, he kind of just like decided that day. Yeah. He was I just like, he just, I'm gonna just do it because I it. honestly think he decided as he was walking up to the plate. <laughs> I he mean, was like, let's see. Normally I stand yeah. on the left. I'm going to the right, and the managers, what the fuck? Kevin Cash is what? What the fuck are you doing? And he's <laughs> like, no, 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 don't like worry. The kind of guy who's like, I've... oh, the analytics have told us. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, he's like fine. the analytics say this is fine. I didn't bring it up to him because I thought he'd say no, but he's like sitting there nodding. He strikes out. Everyone's worried, but then he's like, no, 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 no. Don't worry, don't worry. Just give me one more shot. And they're like, okay, one more. And then boom, goes a yard. So fun. <laughs> uh, but anyways. Yeah, good back and forth series. I play my dad with a ball. That's a COVID activity we do. And I was, I mean, he's, he, our games, you know, he wins sometimes. I, I usually win though, but but we go back and forth. But I was whooping him in this one game. I scored like 20 runs in one inning. I'm not even hyperbole here. That, that's real. So then I, you know, I was like, I'm going to try to bet lefty, you know, like see what I could do. You know, I'm up 20 runs. And then he started beating me. He just started throwing the ball right at me. <laughs> He didn't like the disrespect. That's just he did not like the disrespect. <laughs> he didn't know how to, you know, work you inside. You know, he's no. He told me it. he was trying to pain me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good. Sam, tell your dad I like it. I like it. <laughs> but yeah, the Rays and the Braves, two really fun teams this week, and uh, and Tyler Glass now King of the Hill, King of the Hill nominee Tyler Glass now. Let's see Ooh. if we'll see if he wins that. Um. All right. Charlie, what do you what do you got? Team I really liked last week, even though they didn't even play. Kind of a sleeper pick. I know. Might shock you. I'm going with the Marlins. <laughs> what? They're two and one. They have a point six six seven winning Ooh, percentage. You're, wow. If they don't play another game this season, another team in that division is gonna have to win forty games just to tie them. I think they're Ooh. locked to win that division if they don't play. No, I'm I'm kidding. That, yeah, that's... Miguel Rojas is going to win the batting title. He's batting like 700. <laughs> right. I don't think he'll qualify. I think the Marlins will play more and they'll be bad or whatever. Nobody's going to accept the Marlins two, three games if they don't play anymore. But, no, the series I like um, was the and the team I like. I mean, the Twins and Indians series, they've got one more game to play tomorrow. Twins are up in the series 2-1, which I love. But this has been like – a pitching duel, which I was not expecting. I mean, the Indians have insane pitching, but then the Twins have this insane Bomba squad home run hitting lineup. So it really is like an immovable force meeting an unstoppable object. And it seems like the unstoppable objects <laughs> in the pitchers. No, are... the unstoppable. Ob- no, the unstoppable force meets the immovable object. Whatever, you know, I misspoke. <laughs> but yeah, the. Remember when they made that movie Batman vs Superman? Yeah. That movie sucked. Also, the suck. title is so bad. That's such it a bad title. It sucked almost as bad as me messing up the uh I'm confused what there. that connection is, but... Do they not... I feel like that's something they would say it's, in that movie. It has like, something to do with... I think that's a, like, classic Superman thing. Superman is the unstoppable force. Batman's the immovable object. 
Yeah. It makes sense. Something. But anyway, that's what this okay. series has been to this point. <laughs> Shane Bieber was insane and threw like a million strikeouts and the Twins just looked lost and then all the Twins fans started to panic. Lindor hit a nice home run off Jose Barrios. That was the only runs in that game one. Um, and then game two and three, the Twins pitching, I mean, I knew the Twins pitching was upgraded, but Randy Dobnak is got like the fifth best ERA in the AL at this point. I know it's early, but he's been really good. I, Randy Dobnak definitely walks around the clubhouse in just his jockstrap. Am I wrong? Oh, yeah. Oh, yep. He's actually a really nice guy who he and his wife um, raise a bunch of money every year for St. Jude's Children's Hospital in Minneapolis. Uh, And when they got married last season, instead of having, um, like, instead of asking for gifts from people, they asked for people to donate to St. Jude's. So that's pretty cool. I like Randy Dobnak for doing that. Nice. Um, And, yeah, third best ERA in the American League, fifth yeah. best in all of baseball. Yeah, I mean, he's had a great start to the year. And I, I know he was good last year, but I didn't see this coming to start King the of the year. Hill nominee, Randy Dobb. <laughs> sure. Um, and then the game that just finished today, right before this recording, the Twins won 4-1. to one. I mean, their bullpen looks good. I'm excited for the Twins. I'm going to try not to talk about them every week, but that series against the <laughs> Indians was like, you know, Listeners, if Charlie talks about the Twins every single week, we're sorry. Yeah, what, what can I say? They're good. But So that was a fun series. I think the Indians I kind of slept on coming into the season, but their pitching also is just yeah, crazy. Their pitching is ridiculous. The only way the Twins have won is by capitalizing on mistakes and hitting homers. So I don't know how. It's the way how, to do it. Yeah, it's the way to do that it, That team is man. scary. Lindor, still amazing. All right, so we yeah. give some awards, guys? Let's, Let's do, it. do it. The most prestigious awards in baseball, the OGET Weekly Awards. Warner, how about you start us off with our Flash the Leather Award of the Week? So the Flash the Leather Award, we are taking a look back to Wednesday in Cincinnati. We had the Cubs at the Reds in the bottom of the seventh inning with the Reds having the bases loaded. Shogo Akiyama hits a line drive To the third baseman, Chris Bryant, who snags it, steps on third, fires down to first for the triple play. Oh, shit. So Chris Bryant is the Flash the Leather Award winner. Chris Bryant is not the Flash the Leather Award winner. But you just said he triple play. The winner of the Flash the Leather Award is the third base umpire, Larry Vanover. And you want to know why? Because the ball that Akiyama hit bounced before it got into Chris Bryant's glove. But when Chris Bryant stood up, Larry Vanover called it a catch. So Chris Bryant stepped on third to double up the runner there, fired down to first to double up the runner there and get the triple play. Uh, Had Larry Vanover called this correctly, maybe a double play, possibly. Would have been fine, but, you know, not very cool. But instead due to a blown call that makes this a triple play for the Cubs and Chris Bryant, Larry Vanover is the winner of our Flash the Leather Award. (laughs) I cannot believe that play is not reviewable. (laughs) Yes, the reason that this happened or stayed the way it did is because, yes, apparently an infield catch like this is not reviewable. Uh, Baseball is dumb, 
and stupid and makes no sense sometimes. And they decided this was, they have decided that this is a not reviewable play. So yeah. I saw on, a, on the John Boy breakdown that he did of this, he showed Shogo in the dark and Shogo was just like, just review it. Just review it, right? Just review the play. I was like, review the play. And they had to explain like, no. to him like, sorry, bud. <laughs> That seems kind of close to me. Am I the only one that seems kind of close? Eh, it's five runs. Five runs? Oh, okay. Okay. I don't like leather. I love leather. Congratulations to Larry. I'm sure that he is going to put that right up on his mantle yeah, next to all of his umpiring awards. All right. I'm going to be giving out the King of the Hill to this week's best pitcher, or at least the pitcher I like the most. And I mean, I don't actually really like this guy because he plays for a team I'm really not a fan of, but it is someone that Charlie mentioned earlier. No, it's not Randy Dobnak. It is oh, Indians man. pitcher Shane Bieber. Yeah. Man. Canada might have Justin, but USA, we've got Shane Bieber, who pitched eight innings against the Twins, the powerhouse offense Twins. He had 13 Ks, gave up only three hits, no earned runs. He's got 27 Ks in two starts already this season. He hasn't let up a run. Shane Bieber, you are the king of the hill. (laughs) He's ridiculous. He only has one barreled ball. Like, (laughs) he's ridiculous. (laughs) That makes me so sad. I'm laughing out of just pure pain. When you play the just Twins and, and you sadness. only get barreled once, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that's uh, wild. All right, Charlie. All right, I have the Ding Dong Boy of the Week. Woo-woo. And uh, I don't know if you guys saw this. Uh, Teoscar Hernandez, what a fucking week. Two times this yeah. week, he hit two home runs. First off, on Monday uh, against the Nationals, he hit two home runs, both of them absolute bombs. Then on Thursday against the Nats again, he hit two more bombs. And these ones, I mean, one was 111 miles per hour off the bat, and one was 114. The one that was 114 was like, it barely left the stadium because it kind of hit off a weird section of the wall in uh toronto or in buffalo right that's where the, oh no they were playing no. in national they were the home team right yeah, yeah they can't play in toronto that's a whole another layer toronto can't play in pittsburgh can't but play in buffalo yet this thing was just a, a rocket i mean straight shot line drive that just never stopped and was gone all four home runs no doubters so Teoscar hernandez ding dong boy of the week Yeah, Teoscar Hernandez is a man without a home, and he's just just hitting ding dongs. And he's I mean, I'm looking at his, out on something. I'm looking at his stat cast. He's got 20% barrel rate, top 10% of the league. He's got average 96 or 95.9 exit velocity off the bat, top 4% of the league. He's just hitting the ball harder than everybody else. 6 is his average. 95.9. Oh, 90.95. Okay, that's still really still good. top 4% yeah. in baseball. The dude's just hitting the ball really, really hard. Yeah, and um, that's what you got to do to good for him. get that 
prestigious Ding Dong Boy Award. You got to hit it hard. You got to hit it far. Yeah, yeah, good for him. Good. So those are awards. Those guys come to my house, collect your award, wear a mask. Um, let's get into some news stories, guys. Let's let's do the three true outcomes. All right. All right. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna give us three key phrases about news stories that came out this week. You guys are going to tell me if it's a home run, we'll read the story. If it's a walk, we'll just read the headline. Or if it's a strikeout, we're not even going to get into it at all. Guys, our three key phrases are ball touches, Karen pizza, and banned emus. I'm kind of, maybe I'm alone in this, but I'm kind of over the like Karen thing. Sure. Yeah. There's been so many Karens. Or strike out that one. And it's like, Karen, you're out of here. I feel like I know Karen, strike three, you're out. Buy Karen um, pizza. I mean, listen, ball touches could go any number of yeah, ways. There's a lot of ways I could but go. But here's my thing. If it is going one of the ways I think it could go, I don't really want to hear and then talk about it. That's so fair. I'm kind of thinking we just walk that one yeah. and then we talk about Let's walk. That one's news. getting the intentional walk. All right. We're walking the ball touches. All right. We're walking ball touches. So I'll just read you the headline for that one. And that is... Soccer freestyler breaks world record for ball touches on treadmill. Oh, that's some, yeah. All right. That's well, this is a baseball podcast, so fuck <laughs> it. Uh, all right, home run. We're gonna we're gonna dinger for what was it? Band Banned emus. emus. Yeah, let's hear it. Australian pub bans emus for bad behavior. This is a story on UPI.com from Ben Classic Hooper. Classic Aussies. <laughs> a pub in the Australian Outback has banned a pair of beloved local emus from the establishment for improper acts that include stealing food and defecating on the floor. Yeah, you can't be doing oh that, God. emus. That seems like, Assholes. Yeah. You're, I'm sitting what there trying to, do? trying to eat a sandwich. And you're shitting on the floor right next to me. Have pump. a pint. And they come in and start eating food and shitting on the floor. Nah. If it was a person, I'd kick them right out for doing that. So why does an emu think they get any special treatment? The owners of the Yuraka Hotel in Yuraka, Queensland, which has a permanent population of 18, just 18, posted a sign <laughs> and at they the have entrance a hotel? of the, <laughs> it posted a, a sign at the entrance of the pub stating that the town's local emus, beloved local emus, Kevin and Carol are no longer allowed inside. The main reason being their droppings. What did these emus do to become beloved in the first place? There's only 18 people in the town, Charlie. They need something. Well, how many I don't of know, the 18 people work around. at the I motel mean, or the hotel? Did these emus like save a kid from a well or something I like feel that? Like they just I mean, showed up one day and they're like, "Hey, we there's nothing else going on here. Look at these emus. <laughs> our beloved emus. <laughs> right there, we are." <laughs> All right. Well, that's our news story of the week. That's our three true outcomes. I hope you guys like that. Um, all right. Next, we're going to get into who do we like this week? Who are we, Who should we watch for this week? What series or what team are we excited for? So this week, I guess it's not maybe so much a team as much as a player that I am definitely going to be watching uh, this week. And I would recommend that others do as well uh kyle lewis who is the rookie center fielder for the seattle mariners uh he was drafted in 2016 uh 11th overall pick in the draft uh he is off to a now as of this recording uh an eight game hit streak to start the season 
Um, that I think is just super exciting. Um, I think we talked about it in our preview that the, you know, what is something that could happen this year that, you know, people can follow to get really excited about baseball and, the Mariners are just a beloved team, and we're talking about, you know, they need a new icon. They need someone everyone's going to root for and love. I don't know. Kyle Lewis has been a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, you he's on Kyle a hit streak. Lewis is the new Ichiro? I don't know, man. Listen, he's on an eight-game hit streak, and the last one, two, three, four, five games, not including today, although they are currently still playing an extra inning, so that could change. The last five games were multi-hit games as well. Um I don't know. That's exciting. I would love to see someone make a run at uh, DiMaggio's uh, hit streak. I don't. I mean, sixty so game season. <laughs> he you, literally needs to... the, up until there's four games left. He needs to get a hit. Yeah, I mean, why not? You know, I mean, th- what's funny is that if somebody, it's obviously if somebody hadn't gotten a hit by the fourth game of the season, well, there goes their chance to try to break it. So I don't know. Uh, keep an eye on the Mariners this week. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, mainly Kyle Lewis. <laughs> all right, Kyle Lewis, we're on the lookout for you. Maybe if you start putting some power in there, you'll be a ding dong boy. Well, yeah, he got he hit a, also. I mean, there's just he hit a home run off uh, Justin Verlander, and then I think Lance McCullers. Oh wow! So he first. Uh... So he ended Justin Verlander's season. He, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> this man ended Justin Verlander's career with one swing. <laughs> but yeah, knock on wood, he keeps that up. <laughs> My team to watch this week, who I'm excited about, and I can feel the booze coming in, but it's the New York Yankees. I think they've been so fun to watch. Judge and Stanton have been ridiculous back-to-back. Garrett Cole's looked good. Obviously, their bullpen is their bullpen. Uh, they're playing the Phillies, who have not played in a while, so that's going to be kind of crazy to see if these Yankees just beat up on the out-of-shape Phillies. And then they've got a big series with the Rays at the end of the week. This should be a ton of fun to watch. Um, so I like the Yankees this week if you're looking for some stuff to watch. Yeah, the Yankees are cool. scary good. One might say spooky. I love baseball when you've got – Judge and Stanton just back to back hitting big ding dongs. That's just that's what it's all about. Yeah, it's the game we love right there. Charlie, who who are you looking at this week? All right, I am looking at the Padres to keep their hot start going. They're facing the Dodgers this week, and as of right now on Saturday, when we're recording this, both teams are six and three. I think those two teams are going to be duking it out for that number one spot in the division. I mean, both teams I think are going to make the playoffs with the expanded playoffs, but I really think that the Padres have got some special pieces, and it's all kind of coming together this year, I feel like. So I'm excited to see how they do against the Dodgers, see if they can keep that up, or if the Dodgers are going to just kind of assert their dominance and say, no, you know, we're not going to let you come in here and, and take this you know streak of division wins away from us. But uh, I think that's going to be an exciting series. I think that's going to be... You know, Padres, an, an early uh, look into how the rest of that division might play out between those two teams. Yeah, Padres getting a lot of love this week on the Oget Clubhouse. They're great. Um, so before we leave you, the last thing we're going to do, something we do here, in the spirit of you know, pre- baseball shows, we like to predict games and stuff like that. We like to predict something a little bit harder because you know we're a little bit better than everybody else. We're gonna who's gonna get thrown no hitter this week. Warner, who's throwing a no-hitter this week? Shane Bieber. 
been off to a great start. How amazing would it be if his third start of the year was a no-hitter? Um, I'm going to say Shane Bieber. Feels like a easy pick, but would also be, uh, you know, I wouldn't be that surprised if it happened. I'm going with my boy, Lance Lynn. I'm picking him again. He's been great. At some point, he's going to do it. I can just feel it in my bones. I can just feel it in my bones. Lance Lynn is going to go out there, and I'm going to make an even bolder prediction. It's not going to be a no-hitter. It's going to be a perfect game. Oh, my gosh. That's right. Charlie, you realize if if he does pitch a no-hitter, that doesn't count for you. You don't get to claim that. I am confident in my pick, Lance (laughs) Lynn. He's been on fire. That Texas team is kind of struggling. They need him to step up, and he's going to put the team on his back one day this week and get it done. Perfect game. All right. All right. Uh, Well, those are both really good picks. My pick this week for a no-hitter is Mike Soroka, who has been absolutely incredible. Just like Shane Bieber, he has only been barreled once this entire season. The slider has been on point. That slide piece is nasty. And, you know, he's got the Mets in the Phillies this week, and the Mets are kind of looking like a Mets disaster. And like I said earlier, the Mets haven't played in such a long time. They might be rusty and not really good at hitting the ball. So I like Mike Soroka this week to throw a no-hitter. Sorry, the Phillies have not played in a long time. Yeah. Uh, So I like Mike Soroka to throw a no-hitter. Hopefully all three of these guys throw a no-hitter. That'd be something really cool to see. And I'm sure at some point we will do that. Uh, If we keep making guesses every week and we do this long enough, it's bound to happen that we all three eventually correctly predict three no-hitters that all actually happened that week, right? I mean, I mean, I feel yeah. pretty good about this one. Soroka, yeah. Bieber, Lane, I feel like that, that could happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right, guys. Well, that was episode number two of the OGAT Clubhouse. All you OGATholics out there, I hope you like this content. If you do, make sure that you check us out on all the social medias, at OGATPod on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. We've got a Facebook page. All that good stuff. Check us out on Patreon, One Game at a Time podcast. If you, uh, you know, sub us there, we've got three different levels that you could join at. There's perks. You could suggest a game for our main show, One Game at a Time. And I will draw you an MS Paint portrait of anything you choose. It could be lewd. It could be disgusting. I will draw oh, it, and it will not be that good. good but it I would never be thought funny. about that. People could get some pretty good, some pretty good commissions from you. I think. As long as it's legal in the United States, I will draw it. Wow. All right. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, check out our show tomorrow. It's We're going to be covering World Series Game 6 between the Cardinals and Rangers, one of the best baseball games of all time. That'll be a real fun listen. And you know what? Stay safe, wear a mask, have a good day. See ya. Bye. Bye.